97.1 FM Talk. On Demand Audio. The big game on Sunday afternoon. 115 million people will be in Sue's living room on Sunday That's afternoon right. attending her party. Don't worry, we're going right. to watch it by ourselves. Alex Gold is with us from the other side of the state, Kansas City 610 Sports Radio. How are you, Alex? Hey, what's going on, guys? I'm doing great. We're, uh, we're at the point in the week, though, I think everybody's willing to uh, just skip to Sunday a little bit and get to the game. Enough talk, right? I know. And you know, you just, everybody can, you could do your predictions. I could do my predictions. You just don't know what's going to happen. And, you know, I, I guess I'm kind of putting my hopes for the Chiefs' victory on Patrick Mahomes and his brilliance. Uh, and Brock Purdy, and that story, Alex, as you know, is amazing. Is the last guy drafted. He's really, he didn't look great in the middle of the season, but rebounded. He took the 49ers to the Super Bowl. But mistakes are what I would look for. You know, turnovers, um, offensive linemen who can't stay in place for false starts, things along those lines, right? Absolutely. Yeah, Brock Purdy has been a phenomenal story. Mr. Irrelevant, as, as you said. I think the question for him is, like anything, when you're in a spot like this for the first time, how do you handle maybe some intense pressure in, in with that, the first half's been very slow for the 49ers. Now, he's been way better in the second half, and he actually has stepped up. He started to use his legs a little bit more. But if they get off to a slow start in the first half like they have against the Lions and the Packers, I don't think the Chiefs are a team that you're coming back from you know, down 17 like they were against the Lions or anything like that. So Brock Purdy is going to have to be on from the opening kickoff because if not this is a this is a type of game where it could get you know out of hand although I, I think both these teams will be very competitive and it should be a pretty close game on Sunday it's not unusual for teams that eventually win the Super Bowl to have moments in the regular season where they don't look like Super Bowl champions and, and maybe that happened just a little bit with the Chiefs but I bring it up only because the focus has been so sharp these last few games they seem extra motivated I I don't know if that's even possible but if you just look at the intensity with Mahomes and Travis Kelsey there there just seems to be a desire to prove people wrong I think about this team I think that's part of it too you know the the great ones in sports history period seem to to step up in those those biggest moments and that's what we've seen uh, from Travis Kelsey who you're right you know in the regular season there's a lot of frustration that maybe look like his, himself even though he still was just shy of a thousand yards but the time off I, I think week 18 guys was the, the big week for him to sit back and not play against the Chargers and freshen up a little bit and, and get healthy so I think it's a little health I also think it's that uh, this is when the, the great players step up he certainly is part of that category and this football team they're locked in they're focused yes but also you know, they've, they've just been in this spot before, even the little things, handling the extra media attention and having to go through a full week of all these extra media availabilities. They're just used to it. You know, there's questions that, that you can easily get baited into if you're Travis Kelsey around the, yeah. the Taylor Swift stuff and otherwise. And he's just smart. He, know, he knows how to, to navigate that. And I think that comes with experience. The same thing could be said for Andy Reid when they go into their game plan. They, they put the game plan in last week, knowing that they're going to have to deal with this media stuff that could be a distraction and that, this week is just a review week, essentially, for them. So do you have a sense outside of Kansas City? I'm curious about this, just because when, as a Chiefs fan, and I, I split my allegiances with the Packers as well, but when the Patriots were there year after year and they're winning all these Super Bowls, you hate the Patriots, right? You hate them because they're yes. winning. It's like how I feel as a Mizzou fan about KU. We hate them because they <laughs> win all the time, right? Just being right. honest. But are the Chiefs becoming like that just a little bit or not? No, that's exactly where they're at. They, they are the Patriots. Uh, you know, the, the Patriots, we hated them in Kansas City for many, many years because you said it, they, they kept on winning. The same reason why people hate, you know, the Golden State Warriors for a while in the NBA. They, they were winning all the time. This is just what we do as sports fans. And it's just now the, the Chiefs turn, if you will, to do that. And the scary thing is for the rest of the NFL, guys, 
Patrick Mahomes is 28 years old. You know, I mean, th- this isn't ending anytime soon. This window is open for a very large period of time, and, and they're going to be a team that more and more people will dislike. Although I still say, if we look at the history of athletes that have been part of winning franchises, I still think Mahomes is towards the top of the list of being a likable individual. People can mention off-the-field things with his family, but that's not him, right? I mean, he, to me, he is extremely likable. Travis Kelsey, I think, is extremely likable as an individual, um, and, and that's why it's a little weird that the villain team has become, in, in, you know, Kansas City. It has to just be the winning part more than anything else. I can't believe that the 49ers have not won a Super Bowl since 1994. Right. I mean, a franchise like that, that's kind of amazing when you think about it, right? It, well, it is, and they've been well-run for the most part, you know, certainly since uh, Kyle Shanahan, uh, their, their head coach, and then even John Lynch, the general manager, have taken over. I guess now it's been probably eight years or so. They've been together in San Francisco. We know they played the Chiefs back in 2020. It's a well-run organization. But, yeah, you, you think about historically the 49ers, one of the great franchises in sports history, and yet, you know, it just proves, I think, guys, how difficult it is and why so those that are Chiefs fans should step back and, and appreciate the, the ride that they're on right now because, you know, you, you get there, sometimes you never get back. And, and fortunately, right. the Chiefs have been – been there now that for their fourth time here in the last five years, and they might be coming home with their third ring in, in this period too. So you, you you don't take it for granted. I don't think Chiefs fans do. We we all know what what the 2012 Chiefs were like, and you're talking about picking first overall and things like that. So it wasn't long ago where the, where the Chiefs were a team that nobody was really all that concerned with across the league. And I think Chiefs fans are educated fans, and they recognize the uh, the great story that Brock Purdy has had. He's the 262nd, the final pick in the draft in 2022. The only person, um, well, Kurt Warner was undrafted, so really right, he would be right. the lowest drafted starting quarterback to win the Super Bowl. I mean, this kid has been amazing. And I guess I'm, I'm pinning my hopes just with Mahomes over Purdy on the fact that maybe this guy gets rattled, but he looks so cool and calm. Maybe you can't hope for that, right, or count on that, Alex. No, he's been very calm. I think you have to give Brock Purdy a lot of credit. People, including myself, definitely have doubted him during the regular season, and he stepped up. I think what's been key for him is it's not just the the, the cast around him so far in the postseason, because that was the biggest knock, and I think still to a certain extent is that he's got Kittle and Ayuk and Debo, Samuel and Christian McCaffrey. These are unbelievable weapons, but he has actually gone out and made plays in, in the third and fourth quarter so far this postseason. But when it comes down to it, you said it, you know, Mahomes versus Purdy. I mean, it, it, sometimes it is that simple. You know, how are you going to bet against Patrick Mahomes in a spot like this? And if you told me that it's, it's Patrick Mahomes against Brock Purdy versus Patrick Mahomes going up against, you know, uh, Joe Burrow on the AFC side at one point or Patrick Mahomes against Jalen Hurts last year, I think you'd feel pretty confident, which is why I think Chiefs fans are are really, really confident heading into this game, which sometimes scares some people a little bit. But I think you have every reason with the way this defense is playing. We haven't even talked about them, but this defense has been sensational. I think you should be confident in the type of performance the Chiefs are going to have on Sunday. Yeah, well, um, it'll be interesting to see what, what eventually happens. I get nervous. I get so nervous. I pace around when oh, I watch I understand. these games, and it becomes an emotional oh, for sure. roller coaster. What, what about injuries right now? Is Willie, Willie Gay is going to play, right? Yeah, they're, they're good to go. Willie Gay's in, in great shape for this game. Uh, no problem. Same with Mike Edwards. Uh, we just learned, I don't know, the last 45 minutes maybe or so, officially that Joe Tooney, the left guard, is out. But that was pretty much expected. So Nick Allegretti, uh, the fifth-year backup lineman, is going to start once again. He was really, really good, though, 
against Baltimore. And then uh, Jarek McKinnon is officially questionable, but he hasn't played since January 2nd. He had surgery, and most people thought he was done for the year. Uh, I still don't know if he's going to play Sunday. It sounds like they they wanted to have him around practice because he's a a fun personality. He kind of keeps the guys loose. Uh, and that's a big reason why they also decided to open up his IR window. But whether he plays or not on Sunday, right now, Andy Reid has said he's kind of a long shot. Well, wh- what do you got for me? What's your prediction here, Alex, for the game? <laughs> and then we'll talk a little wagering strategy as well. Sure. Well, this kind of goes with that. I'll be honest. You know, I think it's a low-scoring game. I really do. I, do I-, I like Kansas City, you know, 24-20, 24-21, something right in that area. Um, and I-, I just think both teams – uh, defensively are going to be good enough to once again kind of slow things down uh, from a scoring perspective. And this is not going to be Philadelphia and Kansas City from last year where both teams were in the, thir- the high 30s even, and it came down to the, to the wire. It can still come down to the wire, but I, I think we've seen enough of these second halves in particular uh, for the Chiefs where you know they're just not giving up points, seven points or less. And in general this season, they're giving up 28 points or less in every single game. So I, I think you got to look low scoring once again uh, between both these teams. So I tend to agree with you on that, and I think the uh, the over under is forty seven and a half. And I just want to offer this advice to the listeners, especially in Illinois, where they can you know wager legally. I send my money via Venmo to uh, to Las Vegas, but <laughs> I'm taking the under. I'm always wrong. So anything you hear in a Uh-oh. recommendation that I'm going to make here, I would. Do the Bundle opposites. all those in a parlay, and you're going to walk away with money <laughs> on Sunday afternoon and Sunday evening. Uh, but this is a fun game to, to bet on, and they have all the prop bets and stuff like that. I know some people do that at their Super Bowl parties, try to see how many they get right. Um, do you have a wagering strategy here? What, what's the line today? Is it two, two and a half? The 49ers yeah, depending are on the book, mo- mo- most of the consensus lines are at two, right? And, you know, and, and the Chiefs are going to be dogs by kickoff, and there hasn't been the line movement that some, some people thought we would see towards Kansas City. Maybe it was going to get down to one or one and a half. It just just hasn't happened. A lot of the the so-called sharps still are all over San Francisco. You know, it's the public that is actually on Kansas City for this game. And the sharps have been wrong throughout the postseason. They were all over Baltimore. They were all over Buffalo. And we all know the Chiefs won outright in those games. Get more at 971talk.com.